What's up, Waterballers, and welcome to Eight Banners Over Texas, an NBA fan podcast following the Dallas Mavericks, Houston Rockets, and San Antonio Spurs. Uh, I am your Mavericks representative, Danny. Uh, that is your Rockets representative, James. Hey. That's your Spurs rep, JD. That's me. And this is episode one of Eight Banners Over Texas. Uh, first, if we could start, James, if you could just let us know what uh, what the heck that name means. Okay, so we were throwing out ideas for the names of our podcast, and we decided on Eight Banners Over Texas. Eight Banners, which is the combined total of championships between Spurs, Mavs, Rockets. Um, play off the Six Flags Over Texas thing that exists. So, so yeah. Yeah, it was by far, well, I mean, I don't want to say by far the best. We had some really good ideas. Uh, we, it was going to be Texas Triangle for a really long time. Yeah. It's the best original idea that, that uh, did <laughs> not exist we found already. Out that, that name was taken by three guys who started a YouTube channel and recorded two episodes, uh, which I'm sure are great. I didn't get a chance to watch them, uh, but it was taken, and we didn't want to step on what they were doing. So, eight banners over Texas it is. Um, yep. This is episode one. We are going to do a quick uh, rundown of our respective teams' off seasons so far. We're recording Sunday night, July 7th. Uh, so we've got through the big free agency rush. Obviously, the draft is over. Yeah, we could probably um, call this part one of our off season, um, just because there's probably a couple more moves that are going to happen. But a lot has yeah. already happened that we can talk about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about our off seasons, talk a little bit about how the Western Conference is stupid and I hate it. Um, talk about summer league just a tiny bit, uh, and then run a quick game. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start and talk about the Mavs off season because I feel like we, I probably have the most to talk about because we, we did the most, um, but none of it was exciting, uh, really at all, but we can just get me out of the way. Um, so we started in the draft, we drafted Isaiah Roby, um, which fine. Uh, not not an exciting pick. He was a mid second round pick. Um, you guys traded down and got some more. Yeah, we were right? supposed to pick at thirty seven, I think, and we traded down to forty five and got two second round picks out of it. So I mean, it ended up being a great deal for us. Um, I don't I I don't know if we were going to get anybody at thirty seven that was going to be better than Isaiah Roby unless we wanted to try to hit a home run on Bull Bull, but not anything that I was super interested in. Um, Roby looks like a guy who will probably not contribute right away. Probably spend a little bit of time in the G League, I would guess, because uh, he's he's super athletic. He's really bouncy. Um, he's like six nine, uh, and like has he looks like he's has the chance to be a really good switchable defender, like a guy who can guard two through four. Um, he's just really raw, uh, just an athletic raw player, but he's bouncy, so he's kind of exciting. Um, free agency has been freaking snooze fest for us. Um, we like, we, we went into free agency and we were like, dude, we've got so much money. We're tied to like connected to all of these big free agents. Like we're worst case scenario. We walk out of here with Patrick Beverly and Julius Randall. Like that's the worst case scenario. Uh, and we got Seth Curry and Boban who are good. They're good pickups. They're, They're good depth. They're good depth guys. Like I'm not. We got them at good prices. Uh, all of we retained all of our guys on good contracts. Well, I don't. I don't. I feel like the only player that we might have overpaid was Dwight Powell, and even that was barely. Like we didn't overpay him by much. If we did, 
Um, yeah. So, like, I'm fine with all the offseason moves we made. It was just, like, it, they were not sexy. It's the all. start of uh, collecting Bobby and Toby. <laughs> yeah, man, that would have been cool. Uh, I like Tobias Harris a lot, but I, I don't know that I'd want to pay him as much as Philly's paying him. And, like, it's one of those deals where I know he's worth it. Like, I'm not saying he's not worth that money. I'll say it. But I don't think <laughs> okay. Philly wants to pay him that much. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a weird, a weird deal. Like, I, I would be happy to have him uh, partially because, I mean, he's a great basketball player, and having him and Bobby together is fun. But I don't know. He's not one of the dudes that I was super excited about coming into yeah, this offseason. Yeah. I mean, Tobias is one of those borderline all stars, Mike Conley style, that will get the max. Yeah. 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 Um, so I don't know. Uh, probably my favorite offseason move so far just happened like a couple hours ago uh, where we did a sign and trade for DeLon Wright. Uh, DeLon signed, uh, what was it, three years, 20, $29 million deal? Nice. 27, 29, somewhere around there. He's under under 10 a year. Um, I'm Yeah. Uh, and it was a sign and trade deal with the Grizzlies. We traded away two second round picks, whatever. Uh, yeah. Got DeLon Wright, who instantly is our best guard defender, mm-hmm. which we desperately, yeah. we literally don't, we don't have anybody on our team who can defend guards. JJ is just not, I mean, JJ is a pesky, but he's, he's getting older, he's injured, he's going to miss probably half the season. Um, Jalen Brunson is fine. Like he, I love John, Jalen Brunson as a basketball player. I mean, as a defender, he's, he's there and he's not going to get destroyed, but he's certainly not a plus defender or anything. Yeah, um, and DeLon Wright, after going to the Grizzlies and getting more minutes, he started getting 12 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, and 1.5 and steals per game, which is pretty similar to like his per 36 minutes with Toronto. So like he's he yeah. was able to up the minutes without losing efficiency. Yeah, I mean, he's so he's instantly – I think he's probably going to start. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think it would be, be weird. Yeah. It'd be weird if he didn't. So that's a good price for a starting point guard. Um, he's going to be a good defender. That we, we know that. We know that defense is probably what he's best at. Uh, he's a good playmaker. So he's going to be able to be our secondary playmaker behind Luka, which is great. We needed that. Um, I would love if he would develop a three-point shot. Uh, and I think he could do that here. Our, our, our staff does a good job of developing guys' shots. Even Dwight Powell hit a few threes this year, believe it or not. Um, but I think if DeLon Wright could figure out his jump shot, like that's, that's going to end up being a great move for us. Great depth move, if nothing else. Um, and really that's it. I mean, we've got, we've still got almost 15 million left. There aren't really any other free agents left that I'm interested in that I think would be great fits or anything. The trade market's um, going to be really interesting. Yeah. Cause so we have... We have the most cap space still, even after the DeLon Wright deal, by quite a bit. Uh, so there's certainly... How much does Atlanta have? Do you know? They have, they have a little bit less than us, Okay. I think, now that I think about it. I think, like, we're actually probably pretty similar now that I think... After the DeLon deal. The DeLon thing just happened, so I think we're, we're both hovering around the 14 $15 million range. Okay. Um, but we, we definitely have a few expendable pe- Like we have Courtney Lee who, if we needed to, we could stretch him, stretch wave him, um, and free up another 8 million right there. Um, 
is he an expiring deal now, or does he have another year after this one? He's got a. If you hadn't asked me that, I would know it. Uh, I think he's. I think this is his last year. He's just okay. got the one year left. Which means you could use him as an expiring deal, maybe at the trade deadline to pick somebody up. Yeah, I I would love to get rid of him before that. Um, yeah, this is this is we're coming into his last year, and he's set to make twelve million seven hundred fifty nine thousand six hundred seventy dollars. So just under thirteen. Um, so I mean, if we needed to, we could stretch him and pay him four a year for the next three years, uh, free up eight million. I'd rather not do that. I'd rather yeah. just get him out of here. Um, he's certainly a trade deadline type of guy since he is expiring. I would love to get it done beforehand so we could have just a team on the floor for the entire season. I don't, I don't know that I want another trade deadline shakeup like we had last year. Um, that was scary. Uh, like I, my dream scenario guy is like Steven Adams. Cause I know it seems like the thunder are about to blow it up and they want to get out from under his contract and go and get younger guys and start to rebuild. I would love if we could, if we could get a Steven Adams type guy. Um, personally, I think he's a great fit next to Chris Tapps because he is the exact opposite type of big man. <laughs> he's just a big, thick yeah. dude down low who rebounds and plays like interior defense. Like Chris Tapps blocks shots, but he doesn't really play interior defense. If that makes sense. He's yeah, like a he's not at the last second. He's not a strong man. Right. Which Steven, Steven Adams, Adams is yeah. the strongest man. Yeah. So I would I would love that. We would have to include one of our big men in the deal because at the moment we've got four big men who all need playing time. Make it Dwight Bob- Bobon doesn't need a ton. I would be very okay with with getting rid of Dwight Powell if it meant I love Dwight Powell. If it meant getting Steven Adams, I would be super okay with that. I don't know that the th- the Thunder would though, because he just signed a three year extension and isn't their whole deal that they just want cap space. Uh, I think me. they just want. I think they'll probably just want assets because I don't know if there's much that they can do with cap space in the next couple of years. Yeah, yeah that's true. Because Russell Westbrook has taken up so much of their cap. Yeah. Like if we could figure out like a Courtney Lee and Dwight Powell plus future picks uh, type deal to get Stephen Adams, so they're out from under his contract. I don't know if that's something the Thunder would want to do, but that would make me ecstatic. I I would be so happy, but I don't know. It's just everything's so up in the air. We may just have stave our 14 million. I think we've got one more roster spot. I think we just take the exact amount of cap space we have left and pay Dirk. Just convince him to come back for one more year. And then every single night, put him on the injury report with a different injury listed. <laughs> like he has, he's appears on the injury report 82 times, never a repeating injury. Like, once he stubbed his toe, and then this time he uh, jammed his finger. Like, who cares? Just Let Go that man hang out. Let him eight, be retired. Pay shrimp. <laughs> yeah. Let, the, let him be retired. Give Go him an extra the, 14, 15 million. Yeah. Who cares? Give him the did not play old. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who cares? D- don't make him show up to the games either. He can if he wants to, <laughs> but whatever. Just give that man a little bit of extra money. We only need we don't need a full roster anyway. We've got enough guys who are going to play. We've got dudes like Ryan Brokoff who I desperately want to play who are still going to play like three minutes a game this year. Uh, so yeah, I, why not? It'd be fun if we're not going to use it. Then do that with it. Just give them a one year deal. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of the Mavs off season. That was a little a little long winded, but 
well, I think we had we did a little bit more than you guys did, even if it was boring. Uh, yeah, y'all had James, more wanna... options. Uh, I mean, sure. Uh, there's not much to talk about. <laughs> talk as about far as all the, the everything incredible the things did. the Rockets did. <laughs> uh, well, draft night we had no draft picks, but we did unveil our new jerseys, which the red throwbacks. Yeah, the, look, the look throwbacks amazing. were dope. Yes, those sure. are those are great. It looks just like the old clutch city era and before um the other jerseys were passable which i was coming in expecting to hate them so yeah based on with our new logo secondary logo that we just redesigned and i don't i don't really care for um so they're they're good enough i just vote that we wear the red ones every night of the year and that's that was our draft night um one undrafted free agent that we did um, pick up uh, was Shimori Pons, who he, in college, he went to a small college, but he averaged 20 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Um, the big knock on him was he's not super athletic, and he's a little undersized, so kind of a Fred Van Vliet situation where he went undrafted due to those things. Um, so hopefully he can come in and contribute a little bit as a playmaker off the bench in case of emergency, basically, because Chris Paul is not going to play every game. James Harden will probably need some nights off because of the heavy workload that we we gave him. Um, and we will have to give him because we did not add Jimmy Butler, uh, thanks to Pat Riley taking away one of our guys again. Just like Chris Bosch back when we almost took him away from the heat. Um, yeah, so free agents, as far as I know, we haven't really signed anyone except for re-signing back Austin Rivers. Hooray, I guess. Um, <laughs> we did get uh, Daniel House's back for three years, which I'm a fan that's, that's of. Good. I'm Yeah, we got him back for, I think, three years, 11 million-ish. Yeah, it's a great deal. Solid deal. I think... Uh, if if he's able to step up in the playoffs a little more with it with an additional year's experience i think that could be a real steal for us um because we with our play style we need a large number of wings and we don't have many three and d wings thanks to thanks to us trading away james ennis and not being <laughs> able to resign ariza or mbamute um which fair we didn't have a chance to re-sign Ariza. He didn't give us a meeting. People knock on the Rockets for that all the time, but we didn't really have a, a say in that matter. Um, one other thing is Nene opted out of his contract, which I, I'd i read that he was thinking of retiring after last season. Um, so we don't have a good backup big man <laughs> well, right now. He- haven't had a back, good backup big man for a while, I think. Uh, Nene yeah. is a great strong man. He was very effective in spots during the playoffs. Um, I did read that we're looking at possibly signing Tyson Chandler. That was something from earlier today that, that was reported. That's um, a great idea. Which he could fill the role of Nene as a big man off the bench. He would be an awesome pick and roll guy for uh james harden and chris paul oh yeah reunite them they they played together in the hornets back in <laughs> new orleans wow yeah a solid 
eight to 12 years ago. <laughs> um, so that's, that's all our free agents that we've, that we're looking at, looked at, and just guys we re-signed. Well, I know you've been away from your phone for the afternoon. Did you see the Russell Westbrook stuff? Uh, no. The, apparently the Rockets are very interested in trying to figure out a way to trade for Russell Westbrook. Oh, no. Uh, why? I literally just I just read this. The New Thunder. <laughs> I read it. I read it like right before. I don't remember where I saw it. Uh, probably read it. Uh, yeah. right before we started recording, and I wanted to talk to you about it beforehand, but I was like, you know, what? maybe I'll bring it up on air. Um, yeah, it, that's yeah. the big deal now is that they're gonna they're I've very seen... interested in trying to figure out a way to trade for Westbrook. Well, I do see that there's a Rockets are a long shot to grab Westbrook. I mean, whenever. Paul George was traded, I thought, well, they might look at trading Westbrook. Um, the only situation the where I could see us reasonably getting Westbrook is by trading away Chris Paul, which James Harden and Russell Westbrook have kind of both been breaking the league as far as time, you know, who, who can have usage, the, ball the longest usage percentage. Um, <laughs> like Westbrook, he broke the record or was very close to the record in his MVP year. And James Harden's also had just as high or almost as high usage percentage the last couple seasons. <laughs> so putting them together, I'd be so I don't fun. know. And Westbrook can't shoot, which is kind of important in Mori ball. Um, so don't know how that would work. I, I think just based on shooting and <laughs> the fact that we James have James Harden, I would, probably prefer sticking with Chris Paul unless obviously there was all that talk about how they hate each other, which now is kind of not talked about anymore. So it I, man, very I well could have been it. overblown. But as a Mavs fan, there would be a few things that would make me happier than reuniting Russell Westbrook and James Harden <laughs> just to see how like, see like the locker room chemistry and like, the ridiculous stories that would come out of Houston, I'd be thrilled. Well, that's why I was excited to get Jimmy Butler because he fits the he too. fits the team better, but <laughs> also had a chance of imploding. Um, as far as other guys that we have on the roster, uh, Isaiah Hardenstein. Yeah, he, I mean he's been tearing up the G League. He was the most outstanding player for the. Rio Grande Valley Vipers when we won the championship last year. And he, uh, in summer league today, the Mavericks crushed the Rockets, but Isaiah Hardenstein had 20 points and 13 rebounds. So he's still, still looking pretty solid. So hopefully he's able to carry that over and actually make it, make large contributions to our roster. Um, one other guy that we signed and who starred today was Chris Clemens, who, basically is just a young new nate robinson he is five nine with a like 42 inch vertical so it's nate robinson um he in 24 minutes he had 25 points so he shot over 50 percent from three so who knows i mean he's five nine so kind of low ceiling with the uh way the nba is kind of going more to switching defense and that type of stuff, but who knows? Maybe he could actually make the roster and be that spark off the bench that Nate Robinson was for several years in the NBA. Doubtful, but hey, he had a good start to 
to summer league. Yeah, so that's we'll so see. Rad. Yeah, Gary Clark had a rough day today as well. Hopefully, I mean he he played some early in the season, but he kind of got taken out of the rotation. Not sure how his development was over the off season. So we'll see with Gary Clark. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk about summer league here in a bit. We got yeah. that. But I am interested to see who you guys added to your summer league roster. Uh, yeah. JD, talk about the off season a little bit for the for the Spurs. Well, the Spurs off season started with the with the draft. We had three picks going in: the nineteenth, the 29th, and the forty ninth. Um, there you go. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, with the nineteenth pick, we took Luka Samanić from uh, Croatia. Luka. Fake Luka. He's a six eleven forward, kind of a stretch forward type, two hundred thirty pounds. Uh, kind of looked like Davis Bertans, who we ended up trading uh, to the Wizards. Oh, speaking of, did you see that Davis's little brother just got released by the Pelicans? Oh, in case you guys want to bring a Bertans back. Nah, I think we're good. Um, <laughs> you guys, you don't have any roster spots available. Do no, you? we don't even have enough roster spots for uh, Quindary Weatherspoon. Um, but back to Luca. He uh, he's like Davis, a stretch four, but he he attacks closeouts a lot more effectively. In the summer, summer league so far, he's tried to dunk everything. Like he <laughs> is a awesome. He is out of his mind. He's just <laughs> always going for dunks, and he hasn't converted a single one. I don't think. But like <laughs> the he's it's exactly not quite ready. <laughs> what were you saying? It's exactly what you'd expect from a high-quality breakdancer. Just go for uh, gold every time. That's right. He is a, he's a professional breakdancer as well, which is exciting. Um, but he's not quite caught up to NBA speed. Um, but I I don't have any doubt that he will. Um, he he looks pretty good out there. When he, when he knows what's happening, he makes good decisions. So I'm excited there to see go. what he does in Austin this year. With the 29th pick... We took Keldon Johnson, who I will refer to as KJ from now on. Um, I don't know if anybody else calls him KJ, but... <laughs> but you sure as heck uh, do. Yep, I call this him makes KJ. me think of KJ McDaniels, who really flamed out. <laughs> but that's just me. No, you, JD's mad now. So, <laughs> so so KJ is like a combo uh, guard forward. He's like a six... Between 6'4 six, and 6'6". Six, six. Um, got a decent wingspan, but he plays a lot okay. bigger than he is. Um, he's a very physical, got a high motor. Uh, he's got a bit of a shot. He needs to work on it, um, but he he knocks it down from the corner pretty pretty efficiently. Okay, that's good. But he gets into he gets into um, defense. Like he's very vocal and. Um, just a like a spark plug dude so pretty excited pretty excited about about him then Quindary Weatherspoon is a classic Spurs pick you know a uh, a senior point guard that's got, what you needed you needed more point guards I mean he was the best best available and he's got a great name with your second round say, pick that is all you can do name. all you There's can do is name. take take kids with great names in the second round but so far he looks really good uh, he's modeling his game after Josh Hart. He wants to be a little bit realistic mm. in that way. Uh, he knows he's not going to be LeBron James, but 
he uh, he thinks that he can contribute to a team, and I think he is correct. Tonight, KJ and Quindary both went for 19 points, so nice. They're having a they're having a pretty good summer league. Um, so that was the draft, and then free agency. We just did some basic stuff. Um, probably within two minutes of free agency beginning, we resigned Rudy Gay, two years, thirty-two million. Um, that's something that had to be done. He's just a really valuable part of our rotation. Yeah. Um, and he's great in the locker room. So glad to see Rudy back. Um, and then we signed Damari Carroll, which is something that I um, I heard quite a bit about before free agency started and I was really excited about the prospect of getting him um, he's he's like exactly what we needed you know a guy that is that can guard um, like threes and fours like mm-hmm. is actually a really decent defender but can also shoot threes um, and he's just he's a vet so we signed him three years 21 million um our most recent signing was Marcus Morris, uh, two years, twenty million. Um, just another guy that is going to have valuable minutes at that that position. Stretch like four, that. yeah, yeah. Um, and so we traded away Davis Bertans to the Wizards to uh, to make space for that tr- for the, for that signing. Um, so Davis, we'll miss you, Latvian Laser. <laughs> Hope you do great things in Washington. And with the uh, with the Marcus Morris signing, have you seen uh, the Almar lineup? That the Spurs have can have now, the what? The All Mar lineup, the Demar, Marco, Marcus, Demari, Lamarcus. Oh, um, no thanks. <laughs> There's a Reddit post posted yesterday that said the Spurs have just completed the most marketable lineup in NBA history. Behold their new All Mar lineup: Demar and Marco at the guards, Marcus and Demari at forwards, and Lamarcus at center. It's great. Okay. Have some fun for once, Spurs. For once. <laughs> that's please that's not for a one time. That's ever gonna see the light of day. One, one single time, please, Spurs, have fun. They have plenty of fun. Have you seen Spuran Spuran? <laughs> yeah. Listen, they've got H E B commercials. Hey, hey, they have more than H E B. Well, ever since uh, Matt Bonner retired, it's kind of yeah. I think they've become a little less fun. <laughs> All right, sorry, I had to I had to butt in because they the did have lineup. a fun guy on their roster for several years. That's true. Yeah. What happened to him? As soon as he as soon as he was was out of there, we're no longer any fun. <laughs> one of our friends who's a diehard Spurs fan who will probably appear on the podcast at one point did text us the other day saying, "You know what? I think the Spurs won that trade." <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Man. So that's I mean that's basically it for the Spurs off season with those. Those three guys, those three like forward-sized guys, I think we're in a pretty good spot because they all play. Well, Damari and Marcus play a little bit more defense than Rudy at this point, but they're all going to be really valuable this this year, I think. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go just a little bit out of order, real quick. Let's go ahead and do summer league talk now. Um, maybe just talk about guys who. Uh, you're kind of excited to see in summer league and see what they do. Uh, maybe guys that have a chance to either make the roster or uh, uh, contribute in the future, maybe. Um, but uh, James, why don't you go ahead and start with uh, the Rocket Summer League team? 
Uh, yeah, I kind of touched on most of the guys that I'm most most attached to. Isaiah Hardenstein, um, especially if we were, I know we were talking about trading Capella, and he was really the only backup big man we have on our roster, especially with Nene gone. Um, and he's 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 had a, had a good good start. I mean, he has done really well the last year in the G League, so. I have no doubt that he'll make the roster at some point, um, or at least at least be on the end of the bench and play a little bit. Um, other than that, Shamori Pons, Chris Clemens, and Gary Clark are kind of the uh, only people that I've heard about. Um, yeah. I mean, Gary Clark is he played some at the beginning of last season, but he kind of got played out of the rotation. I don't think his uh, shooting percentage was super great. He had a pretty rough game today against the Mavs uh, with the five fouls in 26 minutes. And Heck yeah, he did. Minus 35, plus minus, Oof. so yeah. <laughs> minus 35? Well, we lost by like 40, so it's oh, pretty man. We lost by 32, so. They were only plus three with him off the court, so, you know. Um so yeah, uh, Shamari Pons, he didn't have a good first game, but I think he's kind of the other guy that I've heard. I mean, he he produced in college, and so I think we gave him a shot uh, to make the summer league. Uh, we, we gave him a, a contract like as soon as the draft ended because he's one of the he was listed as one of the top available undrafted free agents. Um, so glad we were able to pick him up. Um, Yeah, that's that's about it for yeah. us. I think there was one guy that we signed off waivers. Um, I don't remember exactly. Was that Rashad Vaughn or was that somebody else? Uh, you're asking the wrong dude. I don't yeah. pay attention to what the Rockets are doing. <laughs> that's why you're our friend, James, so that you can tell us what the Rockets are doing. Yeah, yeah. well, somebody told me. <laughs> so, uh, all right. I know, I, yeah, so that's about it. JD, you're you're a very much a summer league guy. You love the summer league more than just about anybody I know. I love summer league. Uh, how uh, what's it looking like for the Spurs? Uh, so this is the summer of Lonnie Walker. Um, he is playing with so much confidence in this in this summer league. He uh, he take takes over games. He goes on stretches where he scores, you know, over half of the team's points. Um, <laughs> Like there was a fourth quarter a couple of games ago where he took literally every single shot for like four minutes, um, Dang. and a lot of his a lot of his shots are off the dribble, coming off screens, popping a mid range or um, getting to the basket. He's getting really good at um, reading the defense and making the right decision. Um, so I'm pretty happy with that. I'm I'm hoping that he gets a lot. He carries that over into the regular season and gets a lot of playing time in San Antonio. Um, someone else that I'm that I've been watching in the summer league is uh, Thomas Robinson. I think we might need another uh, big man on the roster. So if we make some space by trading Marco or something, because um, right now if Lamarcus or Jakob gets hurt, um, they miss a couple of games. Uh, we're really, really in a rough spot. So I think we need another guy on the roster that can take up some of those big man minutes. Right. Um, 
And so Thomas I Robinson. I hear solid measure is going to be available here shortly. Yeah, no, no thanks. I'm, I'm looking at Thomas <laughs> Robinson on our summer league roster. Um, All right, suit yourself. He's a, he's a good friend of the Morris twins, and we have one of the Morris twins now. Um, there you go. And he's playing really well. Back in 2012, he was the fifth pick in the draft, um, but apparently he had some attitude problems and... Uh, he tried to do too much. Like he, he tried to take too many shots and tried to dribble a bunch when all anybody wanted him to do was set screens and roll hard to the rim, play defense, get rebounds, stuff like that. The dirty work. Yeah. Um, right. And so he bounced around the league for a bit, ended up in China and now he's ready for his second chance. And all he wants to do is play defense and get rebounds. So I think he's got, I think he's got a pretty good attitude. I'd like to see, I'd like to see a little bit more from him in summer league before I'm convinced. But I think he'd be a, I think he'd be a good addition. Right. Other than that, it's just the the rookies. I'm really impressed with uh, KJ and Quindary. Um, I don't think Quindary is going to end up on the, on the San Antonio roster. I think he'll probably spend this entire year in Austin, and really develop his leadership. Um, and then we'll see where he goes from there. But I think I think KJ can probably get some minutes. Cool. All right. Uh, Mavs Summer League, there's a few players. A lot of them are returning guys that I'm excited to see again, see how they developed. Uh, Kostas on Tedekumpo. Mavs fans love him. Um, and I, I think it's 90% because his last name is on Tedekumpo. Yeah. Um, but, like, he's kind of exciting. Probably 100%. That his last yeah. name is his last name. I, I don't, he's, he has the physical tools to be a very good basketball player. Um, right now, I think it's decision-making that is his is his big issue. Uh, but, of course, Mavs fans have it in the back of their minds. Like, what if he's half of what Giannis is? Which he's not, and he won't be. <laughs> but, of course, Mavs fans are thinking that. But, uh, I mean, just physically, if nothing else, he has the chance to develop and be a pretty dang good power forward. Um he euro stepped Jared Allen, I think Ooh. yesterday, maybe the day before, and it was kind of dope. It was pretty slow, but it was kind of dope, and I was into it. I love a slow euro step. God, me too. Love, <laughs> I miss, love a big man euro. I step. miss Kyle Anderson. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to see Isaiah Roby. Um, obviously, I know he's physically. We talked about it, he's physically gifted, but I'm excited to see him actually play basketball because, of course, I didn't watch Nebraska basketball. Mm-hmm. So excited to get to see him play. Uh, Josh Reeves, who is our undrafted free agent that we picked up, who's uh, kind of a 3 and D guy out of Penn State. He supposedly was one of the better uh, guard slash wing defenders coming out of the draft. Um, and he maybe has the ability to kind of shoot a three-point shot. He was just pretty underwhelming at everything else. Um, but, I mean, he's a 22-year-old guy out of Penn State. So I think it was one of those that if he was 19, then he probably would have got drafted. But since he's 22, teams don't like that. Yeah. Uh, so right. excited to see how, yeah, excited to see what he does. The weirdest uh, summer league roster addition is Cameron Payne. Oh hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why campaigns on our <laughs> on our summer league roster. Isn't he on, Isn't he signed with? Uh, isn't he on the Bulls right now? I have no clue. Pretty sure he got released. Otherwise, he wouldn't be on the Mavs summer league team. Yeah, I don't really know how Summer League works in that regard. I just yeah, think it's no. very weird that he's on our Summer League team. Yeah, I mean, he got released by the by the Bulls. 
Yeah, which like he probably should. He's not a very good basketball player. Correct. He's like he's the king of the bad basketball players. Yeah. Like he's he's way better than guys who aren't very good at basketball, but he's not as good as most NBA players. Uh but Isaiah Roby had a pretty good game against I mean, I feel like everybody had a good game against the Rockets, but uh <laughs> today, but especially Isaiah Roby finished with uh fourteen point seven boards, three assists, two steals, two blocks. Josh Reeves yeah. had 13 points. Cameron Payne actually had a really good game. 10 points, yeah. 8 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 steals. Shooting, but... Weirdly enough. Well, he had a well-rounded statistic. I mean, he had 8.6 rebounds, yeah. 4 steals. But how so, many uh, cool handshakes did he have? Because that was God, his strength well, back in... Uh, okay. yeah, Russ isn't on the team, so probably none would be my guess. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I don't, I don't care about Cameron Payne. He's not making this team. If he does make this team, I'll be extremely bummed. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's about the only guys I care to see in summer league. Daryl Macon is there too. He was a two-way guy last year. I love Macon. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, I mean, I don't know. He seems like another one of those guys who is gonna be like a great G League player and maybe not much of an NBA player. Right. He kind of seems like another one of those dudes, but like I'm, I'm not super attached to him. I would rather see Costas do well, I think, than Macon. But I'm certainly not mad at the guy. I think Mavs fans like him a little more than I do, but whatever. Um, can we talk a little bit? I mean, this is it's sort of a broken record conversation, but it's even more so this year, just how stupid the Western Conference is. Yeah. yeah and how even uh, more yeah. stupid it got in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Like I was I, like I was like, yo, Luca and KP we're going to get the eight seed, maybe the seven seed. And now, like, if we scratch the top ten, I'll be thrilled. James might be the only – or the Rockets might be the only team of ours that have an all-star this year. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean – Well, that's... listen, I'm, I'm going to – Luke and KP, I'm going to say are both all-stars, but that's the homer in me. I mean, Yeah, pretty that's much. I mean, very yeah. much the homer in LaMarcus me. LaMarcus and got... DeMar are both all-stars as well. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you know, you're right. The Western Conference is stupid. Yeah, that's one thing that has been a problem with the Rockets offseason is we've re-signed some of the same guys, but we're probably dropping down a tier in the in the West because yeah, like you guys are now, now a six seed probably instead of last year. Everybody thought you were going to be like the two seed. Yeah, I mean, there's both the LA teams and the Jazz potentially could be a higher seed than us. The Jazz are going to yeah. be good. The probably. Jazz yeah. are almost certainly going to be I, a higher seed. They're very yeah. good now. We'll I mean, see how they play together if yeah. injuries hurt them. That's the real thing is because Mike Conley's had some injury issues the last few years. So if he stays healthy, then they could definitely uh, – that would be a rough series. We beat in the last two years in the playoffs, but they had a rookie and a sophomore, Donovan Mitchell – and no other playmakers. So yeah, I think once it gets to the playoffs, the Rockets are going to be in pretty good shape. But um, yeah, we'll see how the regular season looks. Our roster right now looks pretty rough, but Daryl Morey's done. <laughs> he did pretty well last year when we had absolutely no bench, and he was able to sign people off of waivers. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, you guys might get like a dollar or something. Yeah, we'll see. We're just like- you look at the Western Conference right now, and the only team that's just, like, bad is the Suns. Yeah. Every other team is a pretty stinking good basketball team. I was pretty sure the Kings were going to make the playoffs this year, and now I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, the Kings, I'm so excited about the Kings. I think they're a really good basketball team. They're going to be an 11 seed. Yeah. Because the West is dumb, and I hate it. Yeah. I could and see I the, think we sh- I mean, the Grizzlies aren't going to 
make any noise either. So right, right. It's like the Suns, like, Grizzlies. Um, if we switch to the 16, 16 playoff spots, like without the Eastern Western Conference, just the top sixteen, like it's got to be. Thir- uh, Eleven to twelve are from the West. Yeah, I saw. Like from the East, you got to assume it's Milwaukee, Toronto, Philly, Boston, uh, Indy, Indiana. Probably yeah. not Brooklyn this year because they're like KD's hurt. Brooklyn, Brooklyn Maybe might make Brooklyn. it because they've got even a... without KD. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I so. Mean, like, I mean, obviously they're making the playoffs in the East. I just mean like if they were combined, I don't know. Yeah, it's a harder it's sell wild. if they're combined, but I, th- I think they've got a good chance. I think I think Brooklyn's gonna be fine this year. Yeah, it's I, I think I agree with that. I mean, they're especially gonna be fine by Eastern Conference standards. But. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, they made the playoffs last year, and they would have if it was a 16. Do we team. know when uh, Karis yeah. LeVert's coming back? Uh, he's I think back. He's, he's he, back. He played, yeah. he played, he played the towards end of the, end of the year. Yeah, so, I mean, they've gotten healthy. They swapped out Russell for Irving. Yeah. Uh, they got Taurine Prince uh, yeah. they to lost, replace uh, Carroll. Yeah, yeah. So, so. they have a I, – I like their roster a lot. They yeah, got some fun. great guys. Joe Harris. Also, the, um, the news just came out that KD is going to wear number seven this year. Yeah, that's interesting. Kind of weird, weird flex, but okay. I'm just interested to see if he gives any kind of reason or if he's just like, I don't know, shut up. <laughs> be fun. Yeah, All I'm, right, I'm uh, intrigued we'll by uh, the Pelicans also because. The like, Southwest Conference, the entirety of it is like either good or is two years away from being very good. Yeah. Yeah. Because the. The Pels not only have have acquired a lot of young, promising players, but like, they went out and got guys like JJ Redick that can contribute immediately. And mm. Drew Holiday is still great. He's great, man. I love Drew yeah. Holiday. So, like, they can make some noise, but it's gonna be yeah. hard. It's gonna Bums be hard. Me out. All right. Uh, so I kind of thought it would be fun uh, play a little game this episode. I want us to to take the rosters of the three Texas teams and try to create one super team out of those three rosters. So I was gonna say let's pick a coach, but it's obviously Pop. There's hey. not really not really any discussion there. Yeah. Um, Rockets have had some good ones, but Pop yeah, is no. I just I just mean yeah. I mean current rosters. It's like the people that are currently oh. on the team and the sta- okay. the current staffs. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Just Man, the current, all time would rosters. be Buck Wild. Yeah, all I don't want to. I don't want to dive Only contributor would be Dirk. Yeah, I've just got Dirk, and maybe <laughs> Steve Nash gets to be sprinkled in there. Probably somewhere, not, but probably but... even not. Yeah, I don't want to do that. It makes me sad. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing current rosters, uh, and so yeah, obviously it's Pop. Are we trying to win um, this season, or are we just trying to build a good team? <laughs> I think we just try to build the best team possible. So yeah, right, that'd be like winning. right the right now the best team that would play the best this season. Uh, so yeah, I, I think we start. We just do ten players. We try starting to do a starting five, guard. starting James point Harden. guard. Uh, I would like to submit Luka Doncic and uh, put James James at the off guard. I mean, Luka Doncic is kind of listed as a small forward, so I don't think we really need Listen, to just go with James. How many times do we have to do the? How many times do we have to do the positionless league discussion? I don't. I don't want Luca guarding other point guards, though. You brought up point yeah, guards, so, so. <laughs> so that's how the kind of like uh, the way that Luca is used is offensively he's a point guard, defensively he's guarding the other team's worst wing. 
is kind of how he's used. So, yeah, I guess we could just do, yeah, maybe not point guard, whatever. Uh, just the, we're doing two guards. Are we just assuming two, that Chris four. Paul's going to be hurt? <laughs> He'll be I on mean, the reserves, yeah. I'm just down on Chris Paul. And I think it's mostly it's just a personal bias and that I just don't like the dude. Like he's still a good I, basketball player, right? He's a really good basketball yeah. player. I was going to say he for is, the second team. He's not all-star caliber um, unless he was completely 100% healthy, which he rarely, if ever, is these days. So he's like yeah. right below that. Um, yeah. Maybe we so, should start I mean, at the other end then. Like, we, I know, like we, know, s- we know James Harden is going to be a guard. Yeah. We know he's in. There's no discussion there. Uh, so the center is going to be LaMarcus. Yes, Marcus, I would like yeah. to submit LaMarcus as center. Yeah, I think that's for sure. He's he's the center. Yeah. Uh, I think Chris Stapps is one of the forwards. Yeah. So he's one LaMarcus, of the big men. Chris Stapps. Um, I mean, James I would Harden. say, yeah, put Harden and Doncic as the two and three. And then um, I'd say with that lineup. Patty with Mills. When you yeah well when you already have uh, <laughs> when you have James Harden and Luca on the court, I think you want a good defensive point guard that's not going to have to have the ball in his hands, which would be Dejounte. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll have to see what he looks like, but projected. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Let's yeah, assume healthy pre ACL injury. Dejounte would be mm-hmm. perfect because he could defend the best guy. I mean Harden, if you get swapped onto some guy in the post. He can hold his own there. Uh, but yeah. he's he's a solid he's an average defender at worst. Um mm-hmm. oh, he's, at this he, point. Uh, he's an all NBA he's an elite defender when healthy for sure. I was talking about James Harden. Oh uh, sorry, 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 yeah. sorry. James Harden is uh yeah he's got quick hands he's quality. Else. He is not as bad as he used to be when he was only offense because he was the entire Rockets offense. Um he's stepped up his conditioning so he can play defense. Um, yeah, I don't I know how Luca is defensively. Luca is uh, average. Gonna be average good maybe. enough. Like he's he's not gonna blow anybody out of the water. Um, he's not never gonna be the best defender on your team. He's probably not gonna be the worst. Um, he's smart is his thing. He makes good decisions defensively. Uh, physically, he's just not built to be a great defender. So he's gonna guard the other team's like worst, uh, like wing probably. Like okay. every m- yeah. most teams have a wing that's like that guy's there for defense isn't much of a score. Like Luca's guarding Andre Roberson. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So that's that's how Luca is defensively. Um, but I mean, just offensively, he's so good that you have to put him in there. And I'm just excited that I have two Mavs in the starting lineup because I'm not going to have any on the bench. So, right. <laughs> glad I got. So, I'm glad I got my boys in there. We got the best. Rockets got the best player though. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Uh, so we've got, got Dejounte, James Harden, Luka Doncic, Kristaps Porzingis, Lamarcus Aldridge. It's a hell of a basketball team. Yeah. Uh, that's our starting bench. five. Are we all we all agreed there? Are we all good there? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty happy. With uh, I mean, depending on the matchups, I mean, I think. I was going to bring up Capella. He could play yeah, we might good defensively to... with Porzingis. I think he would match up well together. Um, yeah. So, but Aldridge is the better player in Popovich's yeah. system. Like he's been a solid defender. But if you need more interior defense, then 
Capello well, would be your guy. The good thing about them is Lamarcus is a he's a strong dude, so he's not going to get bullied down there. And Kristaps is an elite rim protector. So if you just need someone protecting the rim, that's what Kristaps does. He just is he's kind of thin and enough that he can get bullied down there. But as far as like yeah. coming off the help, like he's he's got your rim protection down. Right. So I think I think him and Kristaps and Lamarcus is actually not a terrible defensive pairing. They balance each other out pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Um, the second team, though, I do think Capella is the, the mm-hmm. final. For sure. Second Chris team. Paul yeah. is definitely the point guard. Yeah, because I'd agree. Got to get that pick and roll because otherwise Capella is not going to be super useful offensively. Yeah. DeMar like, is in there as like a wing. To, yeah, I want DeMar there as well. But I want P.J. Tucker as the four. Oh, yeah. heck yeah. I agree. My guy, uh, P.J. So now we just need to figure out either the two or the three, depending on where Demar is playing. Yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, it's not going to be a Mav, unfortunately. We've kind of exhausted. Eric uh, Gordon was very solid for us in the playoffs, and he would he had a pretty good year overall. I don't know how mm-hmm. defensively him and Demar would work together. Bad. So that would be rough. Um, yeah. If we need a more defensive guy, then uh, Rockets don't have it. Yeah, I mean the Spurs have, um, I guess like. Rudy Gay is there. Um, I'm not upset at, three. at, De- at DeMar yeah. at the two and Rudy Gay at the three with PJ at the four. Yeah. I mean, if I'm, not have, the least, I'm not if, the least bit upset with that team. Yeah. And worst case scenario, you downsize, put PJ at center. Yeah. But or Maxi Kleba. <laughs> okay. Don't get ridiculous. Um, he's just, he's so handsome though. Derek White could, great, could play at the two with guy. DeMar at the three. I'd rather have Rudy Gay than Derek White. I, think. I agree. I agree. Yeah, but, but I, I was just I throwing options saying. out there. Yeah, I get what you're yeah. saying. So if we're having a 12-man rotation, then maybe you get Eric Gordon and Derek White, or are Maxi any, Kleber in there. Are there any shooters on that backup? Did we just forget about shooting? Uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul, sorta. Rudy uh-huh. Gay. Rudy Gay can shoot. Rudy Gay, yeah. sorta. Yeah. I mean, PJ Tucker. Seth Curry. Stick. PJ in the corner. Oh yeah, yeah, all day, all day. Yeah, all day, yeah. every day. Yeah, and then Seth Curry at the two. Okay, it's decided. Uh, I'm just kidding. Wow. I don't think he's even starting on the map. Anybody? I feel like we're missing somebody. I mean, Rockets don't. We got uh, Austin Rivers or Daniel House. But that's <laughs> about it. Uh, yeah, no, we're know. not missing anybody from the Mavs got Bryn Patty so we're not missing there unless you're unless you guys are big fans of Ryan Brokoff I love Ryan Brokoff you know Which I, do, I am but they he's, uh, he's not gonna play the ongoing he's goof not gonna play for the current maps the ongoing uh, like yeah. the goof going off this uh this offseason because the Mavs have signed a lot of guys to like sensible contracts um, the ongoing goof is that like Ryan Brokoff is the accountant and that's why we're <laughs> signing guys to, to sensible contracts Oh. That's yeah, a heck of a basketball good, yeah. team we just created, boys. Granted, we took three good basketball teams to create one basketball team. Yeah, uh, I still, I still don't think this is a championship team. No way! What? <laughs> Get out of here with your stupid hot takes. I already, I listen, JD. We I'm need already raising banner number nine. <laughs> JD, we need to have a discussion, a heart to heart about your addiction to hot takes. We can talk about my hot takes when we go to our prediction podcast. We, when we get the prediction episode out there, then 
you guys can lecture about, lecture me about my hot takes. Now is not like the your, time or place. Like your hot take about how the Lakers are going to miss the playoffs with Kawhi? Yeah, but Kawhi's not on the Lakers, so... Buck wild. Yeah, well, you know what I meant. With Lakers, or without Kawhi. Lakers are missing the playoffs. It's just nuts, man. You heard it here first, you're going to hear it here again. <laughs> if Kawhi goes back to the Raptors, he'll find the Spurs waiting for him in the finals. Oh, yeah. I think you just lucked out on those because neither of those scenarios happened, so we can't prove your hot takes wrong. Buck wild. All right, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to roast you or toast you or whatever. We just started calling it for your hot takes. We can talk about those later. Uh, those are toasty takes. Toasty takes. Those are. <laughs> listen, the Dwayne Dedman. Your Dwayne Dedman take is a bell pepper take, and I'll. If Dwayne Dedman has a similar shooting numbers to Brooke Lopez next year, the Kings will be the sixth seed. Like that's a mild jalapeno take. And Fair. <laughs> All right, thanks. Thanks for listening to episode one of Eight Banners Over Texas. Uh, this, is, this is a production of the Bath Time Boys. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks to the Canes for letting us use uh, their song Starry Eyed for the intro and outro of our show. Check out JD's blog. That's uh, sparansparan.com. Dot com. Uh, com. It's a, what did I say? You said, you said dot com. I just okay, wanted to good. repeat it. Uh, com. It's a Spurs uh, kind of fan blog. He's got a really good post about Tony Parker on there. Uh, you should definitely check it out. Off-season uh, review part one coming out very soon. Okay, a little bit of a teaser. Uh, okay. Check us out on Twitter, at uh, 8BotPod. Um, tell us, let us know if you're listening to the show. Let us know if you like it, if you hate it. If you hate me specifically, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> you, you hate one of me, us. You definitely do. Check me out on Twitter, at Danny Weiser. Uh, JD is John D. Dittman. James doesn't have a Twitter because he's an old man. Uh, yeah. You can email us at 8 pod but at gmail. That's where you can reach James cool. is at the email. <laughs> yeah, J- James. I'll forward all of the emails we get to James. So if oh, you don't I'm like him, that. Yeah. if you don't like him, just let us know via email 8 at gmail.com. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>